Shawty, what's up with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. She know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. Alrighty, folks, we're back with another episode of the Lovecast. I'm here with Butsy and Jordan, and today we are going to be debuting a new game called the NBA Stock Game that I created. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, really the rules meaty. of the game, really meaty game. It's a very yeah. There's a lot of depth to it. Of course, my dog is going to eat his food in the background. While we I'm can't talking. hear that, by the way. You okay. always say like, "Can you hear that?" And we just never can. Okay, well, that's good, because he always does it right when I start recording. Um, okay, so the rules of the game are pretty simple. Um, each of us is, are given 17000 Nope, sorry, 1700 Okay, $1,750. God fucking damn it. To invest with, okay? Now, each team, each NBA team is going to be treated like a stock, and they each have different stock prices, okay? Um, the way I found these prices was I set every team at $500, and then I took um, the winning rate of 500 as like, so if the team was, for instance, I took their their win share totals from the DraftKings Sportsbook stuff. So their projected win totals. And for instance, the Celtics were projected to be like 53 and uh, 39, which is like a plus six, or it's like a 0.625 win percentage. So that's 0.125 over um, a 500 win percentage. I multiplied that by 500 and I got um, nine, uh, 79. So now the Celtics opening price is 579. And if a team was projected to be below 500, I found out how much below 500 they're projected to be, multiplied it by that principal $500 and subtracted it from that. So for instance, the Spurs are, they cost $390 per stock. The Pacers cost 396. Rockets and Thunder are also 396. Jazz are 402. Magic 415. Pistons 433. Kings 450. Hornets and Wizards are 470 each. Um, Knicks are 488. Blazers 49. Bulls 512. Pelicans 518. Lakers 524. Hawks 524. Raptors 537. The Cavs are 543. The Mavericks are 549. Timberwolves are 549. Heat and Grizzlies are 555. And then the War, or sorry, the Sixers, Nets, and Nuggets are all 561. And then the Bucks, Suns, Clippers, and Warriors are all 573. And the Celtics are $579 per share. So we're going to check in with this quarterly, which means we're going to check in on the, um, I believe it's like the 20th game, the 41st game, the 61st game, and then the 82nd game. Um, and I'm going to set schedules for that. And we're going to check in. And basically, the rules of the game are we're each given $1,750 to invest with. Um, basically, that, that gets you about no more than three teams. You can either invest in the three teams and um, leave it at that, like the three most expensive teams, or you can get you know a couple of smaller teams, uh, stuff like that. What we're going to do is after each quarter, when we check in, I'm going to multiply their opening price by, the, by their... Um, the how much above or below 500 they are at their current um schedule so if it's at game 20 and a team is 10 and 10 they're that means they're 500 which means their opening price is not moving at, or their new quarter one price is not moving anywhere from their opening price so at the end of it we're going to calculate how much wins and 
how much money we either won or lost. And uh, at each quarter quarterly check-in, we can either buy, sell, or hold our stocks on our teams. So does that make not sense? Complicated, not complicated at all. I know it sounds a little complicated, but you guys will understand. Do you, got, do you guys understand what we're doing? Yes. Yes. It's, okay. yes. it's actually not complicated. Max just makes it sound really complicated. Yeah. You, I, the number, well, I, I think what's complicated is how you got the numbers, but the game itself is pretty self explanatory. Like yeah. We pretty self explanatory. We're just, we're just picking teams. We have a budget and then we see how they do throughout the season four times. Yeah. And I was just explaining how I got their opening price because the teams each have like a different price. So pretty simple. Jordan, you're going to start. Uh, mm. what, okay. Why is he starting? Sorry, you know what? That is. Wait, is am I the co-host? I am. I'm right? sorry. Am I your guest? Am I the guest on the show? You're right, Jordan. You're right. Butsy, you have the floor. Make your first pick, and keep a calculator near you because you need to account That's for your right. budget. I do. I do. I do. Uh, budget seventeen hundred, correct? Seventeen fifty. Can we 17. buy fifty? What did you say, Jordan? Buy like half shares. Like, can I buy like? No, that's the another thing. We can only buy full shares because it's just gonna get way too complicated if it's half shares. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I have a. There's a lot of different ways I could go with this first pick. Also, create a second spreadsheet. That'll help. Okay. Thanks, Max. You're welcome. I'm going to pick well, my first overall pick. I'm gonna pick the Bucks. Uh, really? At five hundred and seventy-three dollars. Um, like that pick. The reason I'm picking the Bucks is because I think they're going to have an insane year. Uh, I think they're going to win the East this year. Um, well, I mean, I say that from a basketball perspective, but then I'm going to say the Celtics are going to win the East. Uh, the Bucks we re- uh, reloading with Middleton, keeping the same roster that they had last year for the most part. Um, you know, push the Celtics to seven without him, without Middleton, and you know, bringing him back. He's obviously an All Star caliber player. Uh, I think they have a really, really fucking good year. Um, you know, the East and the West, I would say are both equally as loaded this year. Uh, there's a lot of good teams on both sides of, of, um, our both conferences, but, um, I think the Bucks will be able to take advantage of some teams in the East and, and I like them a lot this year. So I'm going to take the Bucks at 573. I like that pick. That's a very good pick. Jordan. Yeah. Safe, safe pick there. That's kind of like, uh, investing in, in Apple, I would say. It's just like... <laughs> putting, putting 20 cents in the I mean, Apple. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It's, it's yeah. safe. Um, I'm going to go Clippers with my first pick. I think they Another could good easily, pick. easily win the championship this year. Could easily be the one seed. I think they will be the one seed um, over the Suns, and that's why I'm taking them. Okay, my first pick, I'm going with the 76ers. They're priced at 561, so they're like the third the third highest price, but they're not as high as the Bucks or the Clippers. And um, I think you're getting some good value on a team that could very well win the Atlantic division. And um, yeah, I, I think they're going to be like up there in the East. And I also, I just, I think you're getting a James Harden. That's like actually locked in. You got PJ Tucker who brings a lot of good defense and experience. Um, I like that shake Melton pickup um, Joel Embiid, you know, it's just, they have a really solid team. They did pretty well in free agency. I think they're locked in. They got rid of this Ben Simmons drama. And they're ready to go. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, well, I'm not looking forward to it because I hate the fucking Sixers. But I think this is a good stock for me to invest in. I think that, um, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make me some money. Um, I do like that pick. Uh, they're they're bound to have a, a good year eventually, right? Um, mm-hmm. another team. Uh, my next pick, uh, a little bit of an interesting one here. I'm gonna take the Kings at 450. Mm. Um, I I do like the Kings a lot more than I have in years past. Um, they have they added a few key pieces that I think are going to be instrumental to their success. 
Um, and not a lot of people think about them because of how bad of a market they are um, and how they have a sick arena but can't put anybody in it. Um, but I'm a fan of the Kings. They have Josh Jackson, Harrison Barnes, Davion Mitchell, Keegan Murray, uh, great draft pick, uh, Sabonis, Deer and Fox. Uh, if they can find ways to stay healthy, um, I think this team is could fight for a 10 seed in the West, um, which at the price that I have them at would, would be uh, kind of pretty pretty close to, to where they would end up. But um, I think they can start the season a little hot as, as a lot of teams in the league and a lot of people uh, that talk about the NBA overlook this team just because of how small of a market they are and how bad they've been in years past. But, you know, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of um, they have a lot of a lot of good guys. It's just about meshing it. Um, and putting it together. So, I, and I do think that they'll be able to do that at some point this season. So, I'm going to take the Kings at 450. It's a good pick. I like it. I'm going to go with the Cavs, who just recently acquired Donovan Mitchell. This one's kind of a like scary one because it could take a while for them to mesh, um, for sure. But I think so. Their price, they're they're priced at the sixth most valuable team in the East. Um, at the end of the first quarter of the NBA, I would not be surprised if they're a top three seed. So, I'm going to go Cavs. I think. They could be they could be a big time play here. I was seriously thinking about the Cavs, but I think it's going to be a little bit of a longer play. I'm thinking maybe your third, fourth quarter, or even like next year is when you're going to start to see some uh, return on investment or ROI, as the suits in Wall Street call it. Um, so yeah, I, that's why I was a little bit of a stay away from them. I'm taking with my next pick is I'm buying a share of the Pelicans. Um, they have a really solid team, and I'm very excited to see what they can do with it. Um, I think like you got Brandon Ingram, Zion, who said he lost a lot of weight and looks like he lost a little bit of weight. I don't know if he lost as much as he said. I love Brandon Ingram. I'm super high on him. And um, I think like I, I just I think they're ready to go. I um, yeah, they, they got that playoff win against the Suns or they almost beat the Suns rather. And um, I think that they're going to be a really good team. They've got another year together and the CJ McCollum is really good for them. And yeah, I, I'm really on this team. I'm a big fan, and I think they're going to pay some dividends. Sorry, my dog just ripped ass in the background. Uh, Butsy, what's your third team? Um, This will be my third and final team. Um, Man, this is tough. This is tough. There's a lot of, lot of directions I could go with this. Um, I'm going to take the Heat at 555. Mm. Um, I'm going to take the Heat at 555. Uh, they... Again, another team that went to seven games with Boston. Um, were they? They were the one seed in the East last year, right? Yeah, they were. I don't see why they can't be uh, top three seed again in the East. Um, they just find ways to win games. Um, they have a lot of greedy, grimy players. Jimmy Butler's a fucking maniac, especially in the playoffs. But uh, I, you know, I think the Heat not have been underwhelmed with their performance, but I think they've expected a little bit more. Um, you know, they made the finals. Lost to the Lakers last year, one seed, couldn't get it done at home. So, you know, I, I think there's a little little bit of chip on this Heat team's shoulder. Um, I think they come into next season uh, ready to fucking go. And, and you know, getting them at 555, one of the, um, you know, a little less expensive than teams like the uh, Nets, uh, teams like the uh, Celtics as well. So I'm going to take the Heat there because I, I like them a lot this year. I like it. Um, are we allowed to? Like take the same yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna ride uh with Max's pick with the Pelicans. I absolutely love it. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. I didn't know we could do that. Damn it. You can. It, you can switch whatever. You can switch 
uh, Butsy. Okay, go ahead, Jordan, though. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, like Max, you know, covered most of it, but I think Zion coming back gives that team a huge boost. They already showed it last year in the playoffs. They look ready. Um, and you add Zion into that mix. I think that's going to translate to a lot of wins. Um, and they're for their price, they're 518. They are the 18th um, highest priced team. So I think they're going to finish way higher than that. Um, and hopefully they do it at the end of the first quarter and I can sell them. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch off the heat and take them too. I didn't realize we could. We could all get on the same or buy the same team. Uh, so I'm gonna take the Pelicans too for the literal same reasons that everybody else just said. I'm not gonna repeat them. That would just be redundant. Okay. All right. Um, this is a tough spot for me. There's a couple of names or a couple of teams that I'm really liking. Um, the Knicks I like just because of their price point. They're at 488. That's one of the lower ends. You can make some pretty good money on them if they end up being good. Um, I also what Lakers could be good. Nope, nope, never, <laughs> uh, never doing that. That um, you want to talk about a volatile stock, volatile yeah, stock. That's a that's a high Come risk board stock. There, it's like crypto. <laughs> another like another crypto. one. Yeah, that, for real. Another one is the Hawks. They just have a little bit too much variance. That's what's scaring me away. Um, they're at, they're priced at five twenty four, which is even with the Lakers, and with the acquisition of Dejounte Murray, um, this could either be really good or really bad. I'm just not a huge Nate McMillan fan. I I don't know what he's really doing, and um, I'm just worried about this team. I and I haven't seen it enough. Maybe that's like a quarter one investment that I'll look into after twenty games. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways I could go. Um, I like the Nuggets too with with Jamal Murray coming back. Um, I like that. I also like the Clippers. Um, I think if we could short stocks, I would have. I would short the Suns. I would short the Heat. I think they just I lost would, to a what? Uh, the NBL or Adelaide Thirty Sixers. Yeah, bad. I, think awesome the, team. I I one team I thought about a lot was the Mavs. I think they could end yeah. up um pretty high. Yeah, Mavericks are pl- uh, priced at five forty nine, which is even with the Timberwolves, and I believe that they could definitely have. Short the Timberwolves stock. Short the Timberwolves stock. Yeah, I would short the Timberwolves stock. Um, and I would also short the Bulls stock at five twelve if that was possible. Um, yeah. So this is where this is where it gets a little weird. I'm gonna do. Um, I'm really looking at this Blazers stock. Uh, I know it sounds a little weird, but I think that people are forgetting that they got Jeremy Grant, and they have a pretty solid core. And Damian Lillard seems to be ready to go. Um. I'm excited for him. He could come back as someone. So I'm really looking at that one. I think what I'm f- going to end up doing is grabbing this Raptors stock. The Raptors, um, they've just been sitting there quietly, you know, just they have no drama. They're just chilling. They got, I really like Scotty, Bur- Scotty Barnes. Um, I like him so much. I forgot his name. I, I really think that like, he's going to be something really, really special. And they're not super cheap. I would like them to be a little bit cheaper, but they're 537. And I could see them making like a little bit of a run. And um, I'm gonna hold on to them at for at least a quarter. This might be something that I change on later, but I figured it's a nice little just nice little piece to invest some extra cash in. Why not? Uh I would like to throw some honorable mentions into my yeah. list of teams. Um, Blazers were absolutely one of my honorable mention teams. I was eyeing them too. Uh, if you can get a full season of a healthy dame. That team is going to fight for a nine or a 10 spot or maybe even an eight spot in the West. Um, Dame elevates that team that much, uh, and especially with the addition Shade of Grant. Fucking shop, Shade and Shap, the UNC alum. Uh, I actually probably, no, he are you an alum? Are you, 
Oh yeah, he didn't even. Did, uh, no, sorry, he was supposed to go to Kentucky, not UNC. Yeah, Kentucky. He just I'm thinking of another another big UNC guy. I forget his name. Anyways, um, white guy. <laughs> no, it was a big big guy. Um, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. The guy with the the fucking hair. Is his last name Sharp too? I think his last name is Sharp. Any, I mean, I'm going way off topic and right. way on a tangent. Uh, but anyways, uh, the uh, Blazers were absolutely one of my honorable mention teams. Um, a couple of teams, I think Max kind of summed up who I was a little skeptical on. Yeah, you're on Suns, Sharp, let's see. That's who I was thinking of. Thank Sound you. Brooklyn. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suns, I think, suck. I think the Lakers are so volatile. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. If, if AD goes down and... LeBron's old age maybe kicks in, uh, and he's and he's off the court for a couple weeks or even a couple months. They're absolutely fucked. Uh, I don't like the Bulls, but they're honestly priced really cheap, so they're going to be a team that I'm going to keep an eye on. It's because Lonzo, Lonzo, like can't even walk up the stairs without pain. I, I, yeah, I'm Lonzo, poor Lonzo can't like jump or run right now. So yeah. we're you know prayers up for Lonzo, but um, definitely still a team to keep an eye on, even without Lonzo. We'll see how they do. Um, Knicks as well, uh, coming in at 488. Um, a team that can always start off hot. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's, I'm just excited for the NBA, man. We have what, I think two weeks until tip off. I was watching the fucking Pistons and Knicks play just now. And if they got rid of Tom Thibodeau, I'd be a lot higher on the Knicks. That's for shit. Sure. I think Thibodeau's a good coach. I not, just think that he is, he's the horrible. Teams. He's horrible at load management. Obviously he blame a lot of people blame him for the D row shit. He's bad for young teams. Like, like he plays his vets. When you have yeah. a young team like that, you need to get your young players in and out. And he just doesn't play. Yeah, that Taj much. Taj Gibson gets a lot of run on that team. Yeah, and Brunson's gonna just get run into the ground. Um, it's just, it, like quickly Emmanuel quickly, who I'm high on. He needs to get some playing time. If you're gonna get anything out of Obi Toppin, which like he's a pretty solid player, but you need obviously he's not reaching his full potential. Um, well, you have to play him though. He doesn't get exactly time. He needs to get some fucking time. So there's just a lot of players that get completely buried. Not to mention the Knicks had the most Knicks draft ever. Um, they somehow just trade away everything and got nothing. So, um, yeah, like I, I would have been higher on the Knicks uh, if they got rid of Tibbs, which I think they'll do this year. And um, it, speaking of the Lakers, Butsy, did you see that play when they're – I think they're playing the Kings or something, and Russ and LeBron were literally just ball watching and just got cut back door, and like it was just such a shitty defensive play. It's all over Twitter right now. It was hilarious. Um. Darvin Ham's been talking up about how they're gonna, um, you know, fix Westbrook defensively and all this. They're not gonna do it, especially if he's doing oh, shit like that. God, no, he he just was uninterested, and uh, him and LeBron completely just got caught ball watching and got fucked. And uh, that's yeah, that's the biggest problem with that team is they're so fucking, um, they lack so much defensive like foundation and a lot of defensive just like like simple shit. They don't do the they don't do the simple stuff on defense that uh, good teams do. Um, they're great offensive weapons, and usually, like LeBron in the past has had guys that would do all the dirty work for him. Um, but now when you load a team up with LeBron and Westbrook on the same team, where you know in you know in previous years Westbrook is getting triple doubles, so no one really gives a fuck what he's doing on defense. But if he's not putting up those numbers, and obviously he's been noticeably bad on defense, so was LeBron in recent years. Yeah. Um, it's something to keep an eye on, and and in the you know that team we saw so many times last year they would go down. 10 15 points and the game was over as soon as they would go down 10 points the game was fucking over everybody on that team would quit there's no fight in that team so um you know but i do think they're a team if they can string together some wins early and start off on a winning note i think there'll be a little passion in the in the organization but you know if you start out 
poorly again and you're going down 10 points and, you, and they're just giving up every single game they're they're fucking done they're done yeah um so before we leave i want to talk about some just nba stuff i didn't give you guys any time to prep so don't get upset with me but um fresh off the noggin yeah fresh off the noggin so we're going to react i want to react to the blake griffin signing and the sun's uh loss to the 36ers but real quick do you guys have any uh futures bets on the nba because i have one did you have you guys taken a look at this market i have not looked what what bet do you have so i have um i have a little bit on the milwaukee bucks at plus 350 to win the eastern conference um Right now, the numbers are the Nets plus 320, the Celtics plus 285. Um, <clears throat> I also am looking at the Sixers plus 700, but I think it's the Bucks. The Bucks are hungry and they're fucking pissed off about. Is that to win the regular season or to go to the? Finals? No, to to win the Eastern Conference. So yeah. okay. I think that I, I think that's like to win, like in the regular season. I think like yeah, I believe that's what that is. So um, yeah, I'm I'm liking them a lot. Um, they are, they're hungry. They're ready to go. They have Giannis who never takes a fucking day off. They don't have any coaching drama like the Celtics do. Like if you're looking at it this way, the Celtics and the Nets, the two favorites uh, ahead of the Bucks. Celtics have coaching drama. Nets have Kyrie and coaching drama with Steve Nash and Kevin Durant literally asking for him to be fired. I think the Bucks are the next best pick in that. And plus three fifty is a good time to get them. So I'm liking that future pick. Um, other than that, there's some division winners I was looking at. Um, so the Dallas Mavericks to win the Southwest division is something I was looking at, but it's only plus 140, so it might not be worth it. But I was also looking at the Pelicans. So the division is the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, the Spurs, Rockets, Pelicans. That's the Southwest division. There is, if the, if the Pellies get hot, and God forbid, God forbid John Morant gets injured, and the Mavericks, since they lost Jalen Brunson, maybe they find out that that hurts them more than they expected. I could see a path for the Pellies, you know, to pull one out. What do you guys think about that? I think that division might just be a little too crowded. Yeah. Uh, like three really good teams, Grizzlies, Mavs, and Pels. I just, I would just stay away from it. But yeah, I mean. What, ab it um, what about the NBA Pacific division? They have the Clippers, the Warriors, the Suns, the Lakers, and the Kings. And the Clippers are plus 180 to win the division. That's the highest odds. I like that one. Yeah, like it's a, like the Warriors could easily win it. Like I, I don't like betting that type of stuff. If I were to bet that, I would bet the Clippers though. Yeah. Butsy, do you have any? I have not taken a look at the future markets for the NBA yet this year. Um. I don't love betting NBA futures because there's so many games and the season is so long that so much can happen in between October and what? When does the season end? April? June. Right? No. June? No, yeah, no, June. sorry. It's April or March oh, or April. Wait, regular season? Or the regular season. Yeah, oh, yeah the regular oh, yeah, season. Even like the – and obviously the finals ends in June, but um, there's just so much that can happen that it's, like, really hard to predict and – and really hard to bet on. So I, I tend to stay away from NBA futures, NFL futures. I like, it's a little more compact, obviously with only 18 weeks. So, um, yeah, I, I'm sure I'll take a look and, and I'm sure I'll find something that I like because when do I not, <laughs> but, yeah. um, no, I, I have not taken a look yet. Um, okay. Well, let's react to this Blake Griffin news. Um, how do you guys feel about it? The Celtics biggest weakness is obviously Robert. Well, ahead of the, the biggest weakness is our coaching right now, but, Player-wise and personnel-wise, um, 
our biggest weakness is our bigs. We're very, very, you know, we don't have a lot of depth. Like Luke Cornett is going to be playing a lot of minutes for us. And that's a scary thought. Grant Williams is going to be playing a lot of minutes as a big. Um, Al Horford, who's like 75, is, you know, he's going to be having, like, he needs to rest. He had, he played way too much in the playoffs because we needed him. He's not going to be able to maintain that. Um, he's going to need to rest. Robert Williams is out. He's not presuming basketball activities for another eight to 12 weeks. And that's just to presume basketball activities. Like, with this stuff, you got to read between the lines. That doesn't mean he's actually coming back in eight to 12 weeks. So the Celtics needed a big. Blake Griffin's obviously really washed, but he actually kind of clamped up Jason Tatum and played really well in the Nets series, even though they got swept. How do you guys feel about this signing, Butsy? Um, I don't know if it does really anything for us, to be honest. Um, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I just think it's like a filler. Um, obviously, Blake Griffin's just kind of a big name that has circulated around the NBA for a while now. I mean, everyone forgets that he was on the Pistons for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> like really kind of where his career went to, went to pretty much die, unfortunately. But he wasn't um, terrible there. He was good. No, he, just he was, watched. he was good. He actually he was evolved good. there. He did become more of a shooter, but at the same time, like he wasn't able to do anything with his career. Yeah. Uh, Like he was good because it's Detroit and Detroit was really, really, really bad at the time. Um, So he could stand out, but, you know, on a team where you have a lot, a lot of weapons, uh, especially offensively, I don't know if he's going to be doing anything uh, substantial on the offensive end. I am looking forward to seeing to seeing what he can bring on defense. Um, if he's going to play the four, the five, probably the four more. Um, but if he does play the five, I'm worried about him being a little undersized uh, to play that position. But I think he can guard the perimeter, which is obviously uh, essential as a big man now, now in the NBA. Yeah. Um, so he, I think he'll be able to lock down the perimeter and, and get some rebounds and hold down the inside a little bit more, but, um, I think he'll prove, I think he'll provide some value. I'm not crazy about it or I'm not, you know, negative about it either. I'm just kind of in the middle and looking forward to it though. Jordan, I, I'm a little, uh, higher on the signing than Butsy. Blake is 33. So he's getting up there. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of tread left on the tires, but I think, like he's just a all out effort guy. And that's what, that's what we need. Like we need guys who are just going to play defense, get rebounds. We don't need scores. We don't like, and at this point in Blake's career, like he can still, he can spot up and shoot. He can yeah. go back door cut. Um, and then, you know, just work his ass off on defense. I think that's, that's big time for the Celts. Um, especially like Max said, cause we're so thin at big man. Uh, so who do we have? We have Al Blake, Noah Grant. Vonley from Haverhill, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. He went to Haverhill. Did you say Haverhill? Ha- Haverhill, whatever. Haverhill, whatever the fuck. What do you call him? <laughs> Haverhill. 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 You're from New England. You should have this down. Well, he also went to New Hampton in New Hampshire. So shout he out. He played. Uh, he played for BABC. Uh, yeah. I think the same time as Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, that was the most broken AU team that this region's ever seen. So Dude, shout yes. out them. <clears throat> shout out them. I love Noah Vonley. I always wanted him to be something more than he was. He had. <laughs> He never really panned out. <clears throat> He's been on like the Knicks, Chicago, Denver, Portland, uh, Minnesota, Charlotte. So a lot Portland, of teams, a lot of teams. Hopefully he pans out in his hometown team. Um, and then we have Luke Cornett, Grant Williams, and then we signed uh Kabengale, summer league all-star. Um, and I, I'm missing someone too. Uh, fuck. There's, there's more Justin Jackson, I think maybe. We were taught we were Justin Jackson, Denzel Valentine, and uh Jake Lehman were all fighting for that last roster spot. Yeah. Um I don't know if we ever oh, found Luka out. Luka Samancic and Broderick Thomas got it. 
Yeah, we totally know who those guys are. Well, Luca Samanchis <laughs> was drafted by the by the Spurs. He was a draft and stash like a couple years ago. He was drafted like, oh fuck, yeah, he was drafted in 2019 by the Spurs. He was a pick one round 19. He was a draft and stash player. I was actually pretty excited about him. Um, and then Broderick Thomas, you should know because he's been on like our summer league for fucking every year. It'll be interesting, like which big guys get run because obviously Al Blake. Grant Williams, and then for like obviously Rob will when he comes back, but until Rob will gets back, like is Cornette really gonna get real minutes? It's the Bucks be- are gonna the Bucks are gonna murder us with height. Oh, it's gonna be they're Grant. gonna absolutely murder us. Well, Grant's gonna get like a lot of playing time as the big, and then we're gonna have like dude Kabengale can play. I don't know if he can play against. How tall is he? It's gonna be weird to see like who actually gets in the game. Kabengale is six ten. Luke Cornette's seven two. Yeah. Yeah, but Luke Cornett is fucking horrible at that. No, he's not. He's not he's just horrible. Slow. Like he's yeah, not he's good slow. on defense. Fucking love watching Luke Cornett. He's one of my favorite Celtics, dude. I fucking love him. He's gonna be like twenty years from now. We're gonna be like, oh, remember that guy? Is he's gonna be like my uh my TikTok that I posted about random Celtics players. Um, hey guys, so we're gonna <laughs> go over some forgotten yeah. Celtics players. Uh Phil Pressy. <laughs> uh yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of different players getting a lot of different uh a lot of different playing times like early on but yeah it'll be interesting to see um we're not actually going to touch on the suns because we already did they're dog shit fade the suns um they got a horrible owner who's going to sell finally and deandre Ayton just doesn't seem happy to be there he hasn't talked to monty, monty williams he said so since the playoff a, game since the game seven yeah so suns are a dumpster fire and uh yeah go celtics that's about it from us um thank you all for listening and have a good day yeah Shawty, what's up with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. Nobody kidding, fuck on my line. I'ma keep it above with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some.